Yo, so today we have a conversation about decisions and choices. I want you to stay tuned because it is a blessing. This is something that God is showing me right now, and I want it to bless you as well, is the topic of you're just a decision away, that you have power in your decisions and choices. God already did the finished work through Jesus, and now you have a choice to make every single day on how you live for him and how you walk out your salvation. Here it is. I want to talk to you today about decision making and the fact that we are always one decision away from anything that we would like to see in our lives. There's work that Jesus already did for us and then there's work that we have to do. There's this sense of involvement that we must have. We must be involved in our faith as well. We must activate our faith by our actions and by our decision making. We know that when it comes to salvation and our freedom in Christ, Jesus says it is finished. He came and did the work that we couldn't do, but then how do we keep living? What do we do from there? See, it's not as simple as just we're free and then we're good. There's a process of transformation we undergo. There's a process of healing that we have to undergo. There's a process of refinement as our faith gets tested and our faith grows. There's a process of restoration. All the things that we lost living in our flesh and living bound by the enemy, we get these things back that are good for us. We get to regain some of those things in Christ and regain it the right way, regain it in a new way. Whatever it is that you're experiencing today, I want you to know that you are one decision away. Whatever it is that you're struggling with today, I want you to know that you are one decision away. That's what God put on my heart. You're just a decision away. In Philippians 1 and 6, it says, He who began a good work in us is faithful to complete it until the day of Jesus Christ. That means that he who began the good work, God who began the good work in us through Jesus, is going to keep doing that work in us all the days that we are on this earth. He's going to keep refining us. He's going to keep healing us. He's going to keep restoring us. He's going to keep growing us, testing us, molding us. He is faithful to do that. But it dawned on me one day, he is faithful. But what if I'm not faithful? What if I don't show up? What if I don't allow God into those places in my heart? What if I don't ask God to enter into those spaces? What if I don't seek him fully? I don't just accept Jesus into my heart and then live however I want to live. Now I have a new way to live. I need to follow Jesus. I need to follow his example and what he did for me and what he shows me. If I'm not faithful to show up in my faith, how can he be faithful to grow my faith? It doesn't work like that. I want you to know that what you do matters. The way you show up matters. The way you invite God in matters. It's not a matter of if he is close or if he is with you. That is always the truth. He is with you and he is close. But how effective is that if you don't let him in? If you don't open up and seek him, how effective is that? Another command we have is Romans 12 and 2. It says, do not be conformed to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Every single day, we have the choice to be conformed to a new way of thinking. We don't want to keep living and thinking as we used to live. Now we can be transformed by the renewing of our minds. That's a process. Be transformed by the renewing of your mind and do not be conformed to the patterns of this world. He's giving us a command there too. There's a way that you can and should be thinking that you can only find by renewing your mind, sitting in God's presence, analyzing the way you used to think and the way that you need to think, and choosing a different way. You see, in this faith, you aren't supposed to go on thinking and living the way you formerly did. We have to acknowledge that living in our flesh and living just governed by any thought that we think 
that has only led us to chaos. That has only led us to destruction. We have chaos in our hearts when we let everything into our hearts. We begin to have anxiety. We begin to have depression. We begin to have anger. We begin to have frustration and dissatisfaction because of what we're entertaining every single day, because of what we're letting in. And Jesus came to set us free, not just from sin and bondage, but from us. He sets you free from you. See, if you don't have the recognition that your flesh is evil and it leads you into sin, then you don't understand the power in that truth. Not having to live governed and bound by your flesh is a blessing. There's no freedom like it. By the Spirit, we overcome the things of the flesh. Flesh doesn't have power anymore. Our first thoughts no longer have power anymore. We get transformed. We think differently. We live differently. We invite the presence of God in and we get transformed by that. And that's the beauty of having the Holy Spirit within you to refine you, to be an everyday source of refinement. You have the Holy Spirit. This is another way we can decide every single day. What am I going to set my mind on? What am I going to dwell on today? I know this thing's pulling at my attention. I know this thing is bothering me. I know this thing needs to get done. But what am I going to set my mind on? Am I going to set my mind on things above? Am I going to set my mind on God and what he says and follow him? Or am I going to set my mind on anything that I want to down here? You can't overcome the things of this world when you're dwelling in the world. You can only overcome the things of this world by the power of the one who created the world. A lot of times you don't have a solution or you can't find a solution because you're trying to solve earthly problems with earthly things. We have to invite God in. We have to allow him to rescue us. We have to allow him to give us strategy. We have to allow him to direct us. You have to acknowledge that God has your answer. God knows everything. He knows everything about you. He knows everything about the world. He knows every single pattern and cycle in the world. He knows every single spiritual influence in the world. And so you set your mind on things above. When you're being flustered with all these things that are coming at you, set your mind above that. Sometimes things look scary. Sometimes things look shaky, but set your mind on things above. Sometimes things look like they're overcoming you, but set your mind on things above. Sometimes it looks like you don't have enough for what you're going through, but set your mind on things above. Know that he's your provider. Know that he's your strength. Know that he's your shield. You have to know who you are and know who he is. And that gets you through those times. You set your mind on things above, not on earthly things. It says, in this world you will have trouble, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. When you have Jesus as your helper, you don't have to worry about everything that you see. You need to be rooted and trusting in everything that you know. He has you covered. And another thing for our walk is we fix our eyes on Jesus. You don't have to look at him. You don't have to follow him every single day. You choose to. Salvation is not a one-time thing. You choose him every single day. We keep choosing him with our actions. It's nice to say the prayer. It's nice to believe in your heart that he died for you. But if you're not living for him, then what does it mean? Because a lot of times in John 3:16 we see, For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son, so that whoever believes in him will not perish, but have everlasting life. That doesn't make sense to just say, I believe that he's real, and so I'm going to heaven. I believe that he's real, and I'm saved. I think we've miscommunicated that a lot of times in the church. Whoever believes in him will not perish. How do I believe in him? I listen to what he says. Look at what he came and taught us. Look at all the wisdom that he shared with us. Do we believe what he says? Because if you listen to those words and you believe it, then you listen to it. And if you listen to it, then you follow it and you walk it out. And that leads to transformation right there. So whoever believes in him, do you believe who he is? Do you listen to what he says? That keeps you from perishing. 
listening to our flesh, listening to this world, that leads us to sin. That does keep us perishing. But when we listen to him, that keeps us from perishing. If you listen to this world and you listen to your flesh, that makes you perish. But when you listen to Jesus, that keeps you from perishing. That's what that means. Whoever believes in him. God doesn't just want to come give you a free ticket to heaven. God came to give you power. God wants to give you power in this world. You see, Jesus teaches us to live and he walks us on our path. We aren't supposed to just be randomly walking about and figuring this life out. There's purpose in you. There's a reason you're on this earth. It says he knew you before he even formed you in your mother's womb. How would he not have a plan for you? How would he not know everything about you? You're not a random existence on this earth, and you're definitely not a random existence in this time. There's a reason that you're here right now. And so we ask God, we seek God. God, why am I here? What do you want to do with my life now? God, I don't want to be this way. I don't want to live this way. I don't want to keep going down this road again. Help me and lead me to freedom in you. And he points us to his word. He has word for us and that keeps us from stumbling. He has word for us, and that keeps us focused on our mission and goal. And his presence goes with you. He gave you his spirit. It says, for God did not give us a spirit of timidity, but of power, love, and a sound mind. He's given you a sound mind, he's given you love, and he's given you power, so you can navigate accordingly because you have him in you. You should never be perishing if you're walking with Jesus. It is impossible to perish when you're walking with Jesus. Because if you keep your mind fixed on him, he saves you from the storms of this world. There's no greater place to dwell in. There's no greater place to instill your trust in than the one who created you and knows you personally and loves you more than you could ever think. So know what you have to do today. Jesus already did it. Now it's time to do your part. Choose him daily. Choose life daily. Choose freedom daily because you have a choice. You could be living as a Christian and more bound than the average person because of your choices. You don't choose Christ once, you choose him daily. Just pick up your cross daily. Every single day you sacrifice. Every single day you choose away from sin. Every single day we choose him. We choose to love him. You choose to love your neighbor. When Jesus narrowed down all the commandments and said, all of these hang on these two things. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, and soul, and love your neighbor as you love yourself. Choices. Those are decisions. Those are not second nature to the believer. Those are decisions that you make. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, and soul. How do I do that? I gotta get in his presence. I gotta read his word. I gotta let him in. I gotta make space for him. I gotta encounter him. I gotta give to him my time and my energy. And obviously you don't force your love in any way, shape, or form, but you can't even be close to God without really loving him. That's not hard to do. You'll love him. When you really know who God is and you know his heart, it's impossible not to love him. And you love your neighbor as you love yourself. You, you choose to love your neighbor. You choose to have grace for them. You choose to make allowance for their mistakes. You choose to see them as a child of God. You choose to see them as valued. You choose to be a friend to somebody. This is our role. Choices every single day. Somebody's struggling with choices every single day. Somebody keeps deciding wrong and deciding against what their spirit really needs. And I want you to know that if you would set Jesus in front of all of your decisions, you'll find a lot more peace. You'll find clarity, you'll find direction, and you won't struggle anymore. 
every single day, every single morning when you wake up, how do you posture yourself for the day? Do you set him in front of everything? Do you pray first? Do you worship? Do you still your mind and, and just sit and see what you have to do and say, God, help me, direct me, be involved. Lord, take control. I, Lord, I surrender these things and I take them off of my shoulders and put them onto your shoulders. That's where you find peace. You have to let God be your helper. You have to let Jesus take on that load for you. Jesus said his yoke is easy, his burden is light. When oxen are plowing a trail, they're yoked at the neck. You might have one more experienced ox that leads them and then one who might not be so experienced. So that's why they're yoked at the neck and they walk and they plow a trail together. Jesus' yoke is easy. His burden is light. You walk with him. He takes on that load. He walks you down the path. There's nothing you have to worry about when you're yoked with Jesus. He says, take my yoke upon you and learn of me. You can choose to accept him, choose to have communion with him and learn who he is and learn who you are and who you're supposed to be. You do that through communion with him. He knows you in a way that you could never imagine. You don't even know you. You just know what you've seen of you. You just know what you felt of you, but you didn't create you. There's so much intricate detail about you and your personality and the way that you think and your purpose and what you're supposed to do and what you're actually good at that you don't even know. And a lot of times people don't scratch the surface in this life. They go through this life discovering little things that hint to purpose. And some people get farther than others, but you don't even know the depths of you. And how could you ever know the depths of God? But how intriguing is that? that every single day we get to get closer to that. Every single day we get to learn more about Him. Every single day we get to grow in our friendship with Him. And your friend is the creator of the universe. He has everything under control. There's not a thing under His sight that He doesn't see or know about. And that goes for your sin. And He still loves you anyways. He loves you unconditionally. So much so that He didn't want your sin to separate you from Him. So He sent down His son Jesus who lived a perfect life in communion with him, getting instruction from heaven, and by the power of the Spirit, overcoming all the things and the passions of the flesh, living a perfect life, and then taking on the blame. The blame for all of our sins, all the things that we did, he took it on and he died for us on the cross. And then he rose again by the power of the Spirit, just to show that even death could not hold him, and death can't hold you. It says, for the wages of sin is death, what you get paid for your sins is death. Sinning once, here's death. Sinning twice, here's death. A little white lie, death. It doesn't matter. That's what sin is. Sin is just evil. It's just, it's just a corrupted state of being that we were never supposed to be in. That's why he came to die for us, but then he prayed, God send the helper. He prayed that we would have the Holy Spirit within us so that we could do the same thing. And so a lot of times we don't even try hard enough. We don't try hard enough to be better. If you know that you have the Holy Spirit in you, you shouldn't be failing as much as you are. You're not activating the power you were given. You're not leaning on him for help. And you're not leaning on the power that he's already given you that's readily available. You shouldn't be falling into sin every single day. You shouldn't be struggling with your identity every single day. He's a perfect teacher. He's a perfect counselor. And he's loving. He invites us in. When you know who you are, you walk different. When you know who you are, you talk different. When you know who you are, you approach situations different. You don't go throughout life the same way as you once did when you know who you are. And when you know whose you are, you live different. You have been called. There is purpose on your life. 
and you have something to do with it. What are you going to choose today? I love you guys. Thank you for listening. Leave a like, leave a comment. Let me know how this impacted you. And if this is a blessing to you, share this with somebody else you love. Let it be a blessing to them. I'll see you in the next one. Take care.